in 2015, I had a, had a bit of an accident actually on my bike, had a, just a real silly crash. Honestly, it was like super, basically hit a rock the wrong way and kind of nose wheelied into a tree and, uh, broke my back and my neck actually. Oh. Welcome to the Gotta Run Racing Podcast with your hosts, Norman and Jody. Discover the inspiring stories of the average and not so average runners. And they're off. Hey, everyone. We are back with another Canadian Trail to Western States. Yeah. But before that. But first. <laughs> what's happening with Gotta Run Racing? Well, we sent out an email to all of those people who deferred from the 2020 Chase the Coyote with your promo code to sign up for this year, our final year. Mm-hmm. Tenth and final year. Make it happen. And spots are definitely limited. So if Coyote's been on your list for a while, it's now or never. Yep. We got to get there. Get it done. That's right. And we've had a couple emails from folks this week asking if you have to be double vaccinated to participate in our races. Uh, The easy answer is yes. The more complicated answer is that the reason that it's yes is because of our insurance provider. So as of February 2022... Uh, all volunteers and participants must be double vaxxed and you'll be asked to show your QR code upon entry. However, we think... Things could change. That it could change. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you don't need to be. Exactly. So yeah, we will update as soon as we have any new information. But mm-hmm. as of right now, yeah, you do need to be double vaxxed to participate. In our Gutter Run Racing event. That's right. Okay. And of course, if you can't make it on day, all virtual is available. That's right. All of our events have virtual options. We'll send you the swag. We'll send you the medal. We'll send you a bib. All right. So who we got on the podcast today? Patty. Patty. Patrick Humini from Kimberly, BC. Mm, Kimberly. We know that place. (laughs) Yes, we do. (laughs) And he got into Western States with... 32 tickets, six years. Wow, that sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doesn't it, though? And uh, we have some races in common. Mm-hmm. So. Sure do. And some races I s- still want to get to do, but uh, we're going to definitely hear all about it. All right, let's get to it. Coming up. So welcome to the podcast, Patty. Normally, we start off with introducing how many tickets you've earned at Western States and all that yeah. good stuff. But today... Yeah. Because we had a little bit of a time zone confusion error on our part, uh, I you responded with some interesting spotting on your run this morning. So why don't we start with that? Oh, I, you know, it's just typical Canadian, I guess, run. Woke up this morning. I actually was thinking about running after the podcast today because, um, I mean, I grew up in Manitoba, but I'm not used to the temperatures right now. Woke up and it was minus 27. But it was sunny out, so decided to get out and get uh, get my get my workout in. And thought we were uh, going to be a little bit earlier because I gaffed and on the time change as well. <laughs> and uh, about three kilometers from the end of my run, after chasing moose tracks around for about an hour, hour and a half, I finally came along and saw a moose. Um, it was actually a unicorn. He he only had one of his uh, his antlers. He was just wow. chilling out in the snow. Kind of came up on a switchback and there he was, had a little bit of a visit with them and took a couple of pictures and then cruised on downhill to be uh, 
be in, in front of you guys uh, with 10 minutes to spare. And then I realized I had an hour and 10 minutes to spare. <laughs> so, how many, yeah. how many meters away were you from him? Oh, um, I, w- I was having had a close encounter a couple of years ago that I didn't really want to have. Uh, I was too close. I was probably, it's probably 30 feet away. He was, wow. he was, he was bedded down. So I didn't feel too, too bad. And I, I, I suspect he saw me before I saw him. Cause I was, I was just climbing up a switchback, not a steep one, but just a gradual one. And I was just kind of focused on my, my, my feet. And all of a sudden there he was going, what's up. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. Wow. So I kind of backed off and got a couple of pictures and, and then, uh, and then went on my way. So. Well, you'll have to send us a couple pictures so that we yeah. can include it in the video. <laughs> we'll do. We'll do. And you're yeah. in Kim- Kimberly, BC. Is that right? I'm actually, I, yeah. So I, I, uh, I've, I've been in Kimberly 10 years, but I'm actually, I kind of split my time between Kimberly and Fernie now. Fernie's mm-hmm. a, uh, I think most, most people know Fernie in Canada more than, than Kimberly. Um, maybe anyway, it's bigger ski hill town. Um, right. but my, my partner lives over here. So January and February, a little bit quieter in the store and my staff wants hours and I would rather <laughs> be playing and I can do lots of work for my laptop these days. So, so I'm over here actually today. Well, since you mentioned it, tell us about your store. Uh, so my store is called Purcell Outdoors. Uh, it's kind of named after the mountain range that, uh, Kimberly BC is, uh, based in and I've owned it for five years. Uh, the store is six years old, kind of started as a backpacking store. I've been in the bike and ski industry pretty much all my adult life. So 25 plus years, um, this opportunity came up five years ago, a little over five years ago to, uh, to take over. And, uh, I was looking kind of for a little bit of a change just from, from what I was doing and the shop I was at. Uh, and I was able to, to buy the store and kind of, because of the fact that it was still such a new store, it was kind of, it was turnkey, but definitely had a lot of, it was kind of an unpainted canvas at the same time. So, and like I said, it was predominantly a, a backpacking store. By the time I took it over, I was pretty into to trail running and ultras at that point. And Kimberly, BC, and and even Fernie and, and our surrounding communities, there's a really good uh, trail running and ultra scene. Uh, as you guys know, Black Spur, uh, <laughs> I saw that uh, you guys you guys are there. Yeah, sweet, sweet. <laughs> I uh, probably probably saw you and high five you at one of the aid stations because I would have volunteered that year. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, we've got a really good really good trail scene out here. I mean, of course. Mountains are always a good time for, for trails, um, as is the prairies and, and, and where you guys are. I grew up in Manitoba, so I, I'm definitely uh, privy to <laughs> the lack of <laughs> hills and mountains. And yeah. But yeah, yeah, my store, we, it's, it's backpacking, but it's, it's trail running now as well. Um, I do a few different uh, big brands of shoes and, you know, we've, we're, we're pretty involved in the community and sponsor Black Spur. Uh, we've got a, we've got a, uh, mountain bike and trail running festival in, in June in Kimberly called Round the Mountain. And it usually gets about 500 people out between running around the mountain, around the ski hill and, uh, and biking it. And there's a few other events in, in community that we're involved with. And nice. um, yeah, it's really good scene. And then over in Fernie here, uh, friends of mine are much like you guys, uh, race directors and uh, put very active in the community that way. And um, there's, you know, there's, there's a, there's a, there's an altar here. I guess it would be the, end of July called the Elk Valley Ultra. And then uh, there's a, a last person standing race that's called the Lone Wolf as well. That's historically was in June. Uh, I think it's in September this year, but yeah. So there's, there's lots going on around here. And then 
Lethbridge is only a couple hours away for the Lost Soul Ultra. Sinister mm-hmm. Seven's only a couple hours away, uh, less than an hour away from from here now. And gosh, like pretty pretty fortunate to live where we live. Like in the spring summer, within a five hour radius, like you could pretty much do an ultra or two a weekend if you really wow. wanted to. So, yeah, and I've certainly bed. taken advantage of that in in years past, like looking for for races to to build up for other races and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Well, we, I did check out your store and you have some pretty specialty shoe, shoes there because we also owned a running store for. Yeah. Yeah. You guys. You, I, I, yeah. So for a while. Yeah, so, what, like, so, so when I saw the shoes that you had, I'm going, oh, wow. Speed cross. And uh, <laughs> you got all the, yeah. uh, the Gore-Tex shoes going on. So I go there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like we're pretty good store for, for Solomon. Uh, Altra is a really, really strong brand now. They're really popular. Uh, La Sportiva as well. Uh, mm. I do ice bug, uh, ice in bug. the wintertime studded shoes love, as well. As, love yeah. ice yeah. bug. That's, yeah. That's yeah. They're, they're, if you can get them, they're, they're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into your ticket races, it's uh, a six year journey. We think that yeah. brought you to 32 tickets. Yep. So Western. Yeah. It's six years, I guess. We'll, was, we'll, we'll get into each one specifically. Yeah. Okay. We're going to go back in back in time. For We're going to go back in time. Sure, sorry. <laughs> We're going to go back in time because we noticed yeah. one of the first things that popped up in terms of race results for you was a 24 hour mountain bike. Uh, race. Back yes. in 2012. Is that, is that right? So I, yeah. So actually that was my last 24 hour race. It was, it was actually my 24th 24 hour race. And it was, um, that one in Canmore was, I guess technically it was national championships. So yeah, that went really, really well for me. I was building up that year um, to race worlds actually, uh, which mm-hmm. we're going to be in Canmore as well. But a bunch of stuff that was happening in that scene of, of mountain biking, unfortunately worlds got canceled that year. I was kind of at the apex of what I was wanting to do with 24 hour mountain bike racing at that point. Yeah. My background was ultra uh, ultra cycling, uh, both uh, on the mountain bike and uh, kind of early early days of uh, of gravel uh, mm. bike racing as well. Um, I did quite a bit uh, down in the Midwest of the U.S. and my last uh, my last twenty four hour race. It went, you know, like like couldn't have gone better. It was kind of a nice way to end it. Sure. And at that point, the reason why I kind of ended was the, my partner at the time had gotten into trail running. Uh, she she was a bit more of a runner than I was. I I ran a little bit, just cross trained and stuff through kind of the years from, from my cycling days. And she was kind of, kind of similar to, to Leo's story actually, where he was uh, registered for, for the death race on a team and then uh, ended up doing it himself. And so <clears throat> to worry with the details, but we ended up at the, at the death race. And I realized at that point, I was like, you know, I kind of feel like I'm kind of done with bike racing at that level and what I was doing and going around in circles for 24, 25 hours, kind of wanted to see what the running thing was about. And, you know, the death race was an interesting one to have that kind of epiphany at, because at the time, and I think I'm echoing what other people have said, it was, it was a cool race, cool scene um, in some <laughs> ways. And in other ways, it wasn't <laughs> the, probably the, the, the race to actually like, you know, like spark the fire, but mm. yeah, anyway, uh, long story short. Yeah. I, I did race, um, uh, I, I was a bit of a cyclist at a high level for a long time and traveled around and had really good success with that. And still, still do, do ride more for cross training in the, in the, in the fall, I do quite a bit of cyclocross racing as well, which is kind of almost the exact opposite of, of ultra running, um, it's <laughs> like steeple trace with a bike. And it's as hard as you can go basically for like 45 minutes oh, to wow. an hour with your eyes crossed. So it's, 
the <laughs> the result is the same. You still feel like you've been run over by a bus at the end, but I was um, just going to say, do, do you have any lasting injuries from your biking days? Uh, well, um, from racing, not so much, but in 2015, I had a, had a bit of an accident actually on my bike Had a, just a real silly crash. Honestly, it was like super basically hit a rock the wrong way and kind of nose wheelied into a tree and, uh, broke my back and my neck actually. Oh. Um, yeah, that's long story short. I only spent one night in the hospital and ended up in a neck brace for, uh, close to four months. Um, okay. and, um, and you know, by, I guess, well, I ended up doing black spur and then two weeks later I ended up going to, to Lost Soul, like fast forward into, um, into the yeah. spring, summer. And that was sort of, Whoa. that was a, like, that was kind of my epiphany year of like, okay, I got away with something here essentially and got literally got to walk away with mostly no side effects. I mean, honestly, part of the reason why I probably stay active now more than anything is because of those injuries. Things are, things are pretty good. Probably the worst thing that came out of it was the concussion I got out of it. That mm. wasn't really diagnosed. Um, right. again, another story for another time, <laughs> but yeah, honestly, it was, that was kind of a, that was a pretty, pretty big year for me. Like being able to have such a serious injury and by basically the end of summer, put 200 Ks together within two weeks, essentially. And that's um, incredible. they were basically kind of survival fests, honestly, but it also, that year was pretty significant in terms of realizing what my body could handle in terms of like the stress I could put on it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So wow. <laughs> that wow. was the serious thing. So um, yeah. So let's go back in time for to death yeah. race in 2013. Are you saying yes. that was your first ultra race? Yeah. Well, no, uh, started with a 50 K down in Spokane, just about three hours, mm-hmm. three and a half hours south of here. Uh, there's a really great race, early spring race there that I've done um, five or six times now it's called the Spokane river run it, and then went up to grand cash and, and did, uh, and did, uh, CDR and, and had a, it all kind of like came together and went through, you know, so many highs and, and, you know, a little bit of a little bit of an ultra hangover after as well. And then, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but, but had no real, no real thought or interest in Western States at that point. But um, did you know that you had a ticket though that that year? No. When when did Western States come on your radar? So Western States came on my radar uh, when Unbreakable came out. Ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So and I've, it's definitely I, we actually just watched it again a couple weeks ago. Um, it's one of those movies I could probably watch. Did it have a different ending? <laughs> well, you know what's funny about it is like I hadn't watched it in a couple of years and I forgot who won. <laughs> that was actually the funny thing was, and, and honestly, one of the, one of the motivating, the actual, I guess the, the protagonist, well, one of the, cause it's only, you know, it's Anton and, and, uh, Killian, Killian and, and, and Jeff and Jeff now Rose, I'm having yeah. a brain fart. <laughs> Jeff Rose. Um, yeah. So, but it was Jeff Rose that actually was sort of like, I was like, man, that guy's like got, he's just got cool. Like everyone loves Anton. Anton's beautiful. He's like, you know, like, I mean, when ultra running memes was out, like all the, the memes on there were, you know, yeah. It's probably him actually doing it. Um, but yeah, no, Jeff, Jeff was one of those guys where like, I just kind of felt like I could relate to a little bit. Like he was just mm. kind of like, you know, he let his legs do the talking. And honestly, I think what it was like, just going back to that race was just the fact that like, and, and that documentary, if you want to call it, that was like so good at like capturing everyone when they were going through, I don't know if I can swear on here, but going through yeah, this yeah. shit, like in, in Jeff, when he's talking about like how his legs aren't working and you know, and he's kind of, he's off the back, but he's not really off the back, you know, mm-hmm. but it like all of a sudden you think like the guy's just going backwards and like, 
he's he's not giving up he's not like packing it in he's not freaking out or anything right and he just kind of like powered through it and 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 the rest is history like for but that was like a movie i kind of like lit the match for me honestly and then i actually realized i was like shit i i could have had a ticket already (laughs) that's right that's what yeah but yeah i was like you know not to dwell too much on hindsight but after that i kind of started thinking more and more about it and actually at the time myself and and three other friends we all kind of like right around the same time i think and again i'm sure so many people after unbreakable came out were like i'm gonna go do that race Right. Like, yes, because even you did Blackspur back in 20... 2015. Yeah. And that's also a ticket. That was a ticket, too, that you did not. Use. No, no. Blackspur. Blackspur was UTMB points. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, the only the only race that I guess Brian has for for Western is is uh, um, is Canadian death race. Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay. everything else has UTMB points. So I was going to say I was sort of looking at I was thinking about CCC for a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. And then. Honestly, it was just the travel that like kind of spooked me. And honest, and this is only because like I've never left this continent. Like I've never been outside of like Canada or the US. So I'm pretty wow. green when it comes to that too. And I would love to go and check that race out someday. It looks like an absolute circus. Um, <laughs> like, to just go and like even even just to go and spectate would be like so yeah. amazing. So yeah. I feel yeah. like it would be worthwhile to spectate before you commit. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's so unlike anything that we have in North America, I don't yeah. think you can replicate it yeah. when those, when those guys are running into those small mountain towns, it looks like the tour de France, like oh, totally. the oh, crowd. Yeah. yeah. It's an absolute crowd. circus. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. I, I was just uh, going to uh, say about unbreakable that I think that's one of those movies that you could show someone who really doesn't know a whole lot about running Yeah. that documentary and then they'll understand our sport they'll understand <laughs> and they'll appreciate it and they might be piqued their curiosity yeah. because yeah. It, it when you talk to an average person about ultras the first thing they ask is well do you sleep like yeah, i know do right you, yeah do you it's, eat? It's like, same with back when i used to do 24 hours and stuff I'm like yeah you could but the race doesn't stop so <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's unbreakable. And competitive, like that's you know the mm-hmm. quickest way to take yourself out of it. So it's, sure. it's the movie Unbreakable and the book Born to Run is basically what yeah. sparked the ultra scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Recently. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. exactly. So let's talk ticket races. Let's talk yeah. the first ticket race where you actually kept your ticket and put it into the lottery. Which one is that? <laughs> hey guys, if you like what you're hearing so far, then check this out. We're back for our 10th and final year of the Chase the Coyote Trail Race. That's right, folks. It's your last chance to chase that coyote. If you've always wanted to tackle Cardiac Hill, climb the 64 Steps to Ruin, or navigate the roots of all evil, this will be your last chance. We've even added two more K to the 14K route to give you a chance to see more of Mono Cliffs Provincial Park. Registration is now open for the 50, 25, and 16K races at GottaRunRacing.com. Now back to Jody and Norm. Uh, I think that would have been, I think I would have gone back. It would have either been Canadian Death Race again, which I said after the first time I went that I'd never go back to. And then I was like, but, and I did go back and I think, and I don't know if you guys looked at the times, but I took all of 19 seconds off my second time. Moved up that. quite a bit. I, I, I ended up having a better result. and But yeah, and I guess maybe if there's anything about me, I'm consistent. Um, but yeah, I think it would have been, it would have been Canadian death race again. And then uh, a bunch of lost souls. Um, I think it was basically all lost souls since then. 
Well, let's talk about the, the the second Canadian death rates because yeah. what you what you did nineteen seconds different from two years before is practically impossible. <laughs> well, and the and the conditions were I'm trying to think like the conditions were actually kind of similar um, both years. I think I'm trying to remember. Yeah. So, but, but but the timing of things happened differently. So ultimately, I ended up going through a pretty gnarly downpour coming off the first climb in the first one. Uh, but it was like middle of the day. So it wasn't a big deal. Whereas the second time around the weather got like super gnarly and I think it actually snowed up mm-hmm. high the second time, but I was already off, uh, off all the high points that crossed the river. And I was kind of back, like working my way through the Nordic center when the downpour hit full on, but it just, it was like full. I was like, at that point, I'm, I knew I was done. Like I knew I was going to be, as soon as I got to the river, I knew I was getting to the finish no matter what. And I wasn't yeah. really... I wasn't trying to, I wasn't going for the win. I wasn't trying to be like top anything. I, I just wanted to finish again and I knew I was feeling better. And I just, you know, there's little things that I changed, like figure out what shoes worked for me. Um, those type of things, nutrition went better and stuff, but ultimately when I got across, I think I actually kind of just like coasted for that last, that last leg mm-hmm. and, and ultimately ended up just because of the weather too. Like I got gnarly hypothermia got done. I was like puking. Oh, it was brutal. <laughs> it was, it was awesome. But and I'm glad I got it done when I did. Cause I, I, I know half the field after that. I, I mean, that race has such an attrition rate. Like mm. I think it's like barely 30% most years finish. And I think that year was a pretty low one. Cause like up high, it was hailing and snowing and, and all that. So yeah. Mount um, Hamill is unforgiving. I think It is. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's nothing up there, like nothing. Yeah. Let's talk about ticket three, which is lost soul. Yeah. 2017. 2017. Because you did. 2017. Trying to remember what would have been significant that year at Lost Soul. Uh, It might have been the smoky year. That was a year where I was just like, no, I really want this. I'm going to get my ticket. And no matter what happens, like I'll I'll get this done and hopefully not do irreparable damage to my lungs because of the the air quality. It was, it was brutal that year. It was what you you couldn't breathe because of the smoke. Is that it? I I could, I actually didn't have a problem with it, but so many people dropped out that year because of Mm. the smoke. The air quality was bad. I I mean, I can't remember what it was parts per million, but it was like, it was brutal. And it was, it was kind of crummy too, because the weather and the air in Lethbridge at the time had been not too, too bad. Mm-hmm. And then it was like a day or two before where the weather just kind of changed. And they just said, look, like we're going to have the race. It's at your discretion, whether you want to do it or not. Mm-hmm. And like everyone told the line, like ultra runners were, you know, they were greedy, stupid, stubborn, <laughs> all of the above, stubborn. a little bit, a little bit of all of it. And yeah, it was like, I, I didn't actually have an issue with it at the time. I remember having a bit of a tickle in my, in my throat afterwards, but like mm-hmm. friends struggled through it for sure. And I mean, we're all different. Like some of us can deal with certain things different than others. I mean, you know, I've had toe cramps that have like stomach cramps that have like caused me to DNF races. So yeah, yeah it is what it sure. is, right? Everyone, your number comes up once in a while. So definitely. So at that point you had three tickets in the lottery. Are you thinking, ah, I don't, I'm not even going to check now. I'm going to just keep. No, away. I actually, yeah, I, I kind of, I don't know. I, I've definitely made it a habit of watching the lottery. every year. <laughs> um, it's, I mean, it's cool to see, honestly, it's, it's cool that so many people show up and like go down mm-hmm. to, you know, to the auditorium and stuff and, and check it out. So no, every year I've been, I've been, this was actually, ironically, this would have been the first year where I actually didn't want to, but my, uh, my partner was like, no, we should do it. We should have like a breakfast thing. Cause like, you're close. Like you're like, and I'm like, but you don't understand. Like, since I've, 
started putting tickets in like the my, my chances have, have definitely gotten better but like so many more people have like tried to get in and you know the odds are going up incrementally year to year right like i mean this yeah. year there was, i think there was 18 people that had 128 tickets and only 11 of them got in like still it is what it is but um, and in a year of of two years of disappointment with COVID yeah. and not being able to race, like here we are yeah. setting ourselves yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I, I would, I was pretty, I was kind of like I am right now, like trying to be somewhat just realistic about it. Like if I get in, I get in. But the other kind of thought I had was I'm like, I still feel pretty green to the sport. Then let's talk about Sinister 7, which happened to be your fourth ticket, I think. It was the 100 miler Sinister 7, 2018. You had to do that one to get another ticket because you didn't get in the lottery. Uh, well, no, Sinister wouldn't have been uh, a ticket race. Uh, mm. Lost Soul. Okay, so you, yeah. oh, okay. you did Lost Soul many times. <laughs> yeah, I've done it. So I've done it, and I kind of got I, I tricked myself. I misinterpreted a little rule they have where if you do a thousand miles there, that you, you get a really big rock. <laughs> um, and, and I, like, again, my, 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 my friends are, I've, I've become really good friends with, with the race organizers there. So when I, in, I guess it would have been 2019, I went back cause they offered a 200 K option for anyone that wanted to do it. They, it was the 20th anniversary of Lost Soul. I mean, that's mm. like an iconic Western yeah. Canadian ultra, the Canadian ultra, honestly. Um, sure. and it's, I think you've heard this from some of the other folks on here. It's, you think the first time you go there, it's going to be nothing. And I, uh, I lived in Lethbridge for three and a half years and, and used it as kind of my base camp for, for, for cycling, for training. And it's those coolies like chew you up, honestly, because, <laughs> you know, like, again, they're, they're really steep um, where it's flat. You kind of get tricked into running, like, mm. cause you think you're, you know, you're slacking off if you don't. And the climbs, they're not, they're not long, but they're just, they're relentless, honestly. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I see the video on, YouTube and I'm thinking that's just never ending. It's either yeah. going up or down. But I will say this part of the reason why I go back and, and why I have gone back and I, I probably will do it again someday after last year, I I'm going to take a break. I, there's so many other races I want to do. Obviously this year is going to be my focus is going to be um, heading to Olympic Valley. So, but the, they do such an amazing job. Like it's that race has some of the best volunteers you'll ever meet. And I mean, volunteers at any race are amazing. But that race, the aid stations are second to none. Um, yeah. There's just that the running culture in Lethbridge is like something to you gotta you gotta go and check it out. It's it's a really cool scene. So. And you ended up winning that one, right? In the, uh, the 2019, I, I age grouped a couple of times, but in 2019, I did yeah the the 200k I did I did win. Nice. So, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> that was the longest. That was the longest. Like I've never run that far. Um, I had a really dialed crew. Um, yeah. And I honestly, like if it wasn't for them, I couldn't have done it. So, and that was actually probably, I think that was the first running race my parents actually came out to and saw wow. it finish. So, so I kind of had that kind of motivation too, to make sure I got it done. Cause yeah, it was pretty cool. So that's awesome. Made my mom cry. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, in a good way. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Did you want to go back to black spur or did we cover it? Well, and, and, and to your point too, like I, Black Spur is a race that I've DNF'd a couple of times too. Cause I always just like, would basically like register the day of. So the year I did it, I was super motivated. And after that I would show up and I'd be like, I'm going to run 50 K and whatever. And it's, it's hard also to like race your home trails. I'd, I'd say, 
going back to the aid stations, I think I know where you're going with this. But <laughs> it's just the fact that <laughs> I just left the main aid station and then I get to the next one on top of the one of the mountains, the first loop mountain. Yeah, 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 yeah. So up and, the Cooney Hills. And yeah. all they had was Halloween candy. Oh, I know. <laughs> and I and I said, uh, where's the peanut butter and jam sandwich? Where's the yeah. fruit? Where's yeah. fruit? Where's where and they said, oh, that was at the last aid station. I go, yeah, but that was three hours ago. Oh, it took me three hours to get from that one to this one. And I need some nutrients. So I, I don't want to fuel the fire. So I'm just going to do <laughs> so, something I don't normally do and, 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 and nod that I agree, but bite my tongue. That was my you only. You might have to have a hashtag on here. Like, that we was love my you, only Ryan. About Everything else was great. Yeah, I had a yeah. great race. Yeah. I actually, I actually came ahead of the first female, which very rare I get to do that. <laughs> what? So, okay. Just circling back for, you know, I'm going to reverse the table here. What, uh, what made you want to come out to Kimberly? Like what was the, what was to the, so the catalyst for, to do Blacksburg? Yeah. UTMB. I needed UTMB points. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and perfect. I, and I, I got I'm using them to get into next yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. You, so. you guys are, you guys are going to be doing a little bit of traveling. This year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so other than that, Blacksburg was great and we yeah. had a great yeah. time. Yeah, for sure. So how did you find out you got into Western States? Take us through that. So thing. yeah, we were, uh, yeah, go back to yeah December, I guess, 4th. We just kind of were having a chill morning uh, back at my place in Kimberly. And uh, I turned, uh, I turned on the, the live feed and you know, a little bit of butterflies initially when I turned it on, just because I was, you know, and I checked my phone, and and then uh, it was kind of a string of there was like a bunch of Canadian names because I think Mike Jolie, I think he and I got called yep. like, I think Leo got called maybe first. I don't know. There's like a cluster <laughs> of us where all of a sudden it seemed like whatever they were grabbing there was just like all the Canadians. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they called my name, said my last name right. I, my girlfriend's got a video of it, and I mean it's. <laughs> I was, there was, there was a lot of expletives, uh, <laughs> some tears, honestly, Aww. like it was, yeah, I, I, I like, I, I kind of said before, like, I, I kind of told myself, like, if I don't get in this year, I'm, I'm going to be 46 this year, but I feel like I'm still like, from a speed standpoint, I feel like I still have some good years in me. Um, I've made some changes personally to sort of like extend that, um, just in diet and a few other tweaks and stuff I've made. Where I was just like, yeah, if I don't get in this year, like I'm going to get in, like I'll get in eventually. And even if it's not until like, I don't know, if I end up being one of those one, 128 ticket people, like it is what it is. Like, I'm just, yeah. Yeah. it is what it is. But yeah, caught, got called in and had a huge adrenaline dump and then watched, we ended up actually watching the, the lottery again after, like I just, <laughs> I, I had to reshare it on Instagram just to let people know. Right. So well, watched, we tagged, we, we tagged you. I don't know. I think you were one of the ones that saw the tag. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, yeah, that weekend was definitely, I was, uh, I was on cloud nine. I mean, yeah. I still am like, even just like thinking about yeah. an hour, I'm just like, okay, like, you know, it's cool. It's kind of a, I, I mean, I just, I'm very hopeful that it's all, you know, like it's all going to go, uh, to the point where getting down there is going to be, you know, yeah. Are you going to go to the training camp at all? Or? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Oh. I think I was, yeah, I, I think for me, it'll give me a lot of confidence. So we'll see if I can, the, the goal is if I can have three or four people down there and, and, and a couple of pacers, that should be, that'll, well, that'll you're, you're going to have, you're going to have more than that, Patty, because yeah. we're going to have a nice uh, group of Canadians 
we'll get together on Facebook or whatever, just to introduce yeah. each other and yeah. and your crews as well, so that we can help each other out. Cause it's yeah, sweet. Yeah. We're hoping to go down a couple of days. Before. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're, you're running. Yep. I so finally... how, how many tickets was it for you? Same as you, but then oh, I, had, really? okay. I, I had to defer two years. I deferred yeah. both 20 and, oh, and oh, 21. So you, actually, so you got called, you got called. I was supposed to do in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what a, uh, that, that's yeah. a whole different story. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. When, when yeah. we will run together at Western day, Western state state just for a little bit. And I'll tell you all about it. <laughs> Sweet. Cool. Are you, what are you, are you guys going to go to the camp? I'm, I would like to go. I would like, to I think, go. I think honestly, it looks like such a great idea. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, well, Norm's, not... Norm's paced before. Yeah. So oh, he knows okay. part of the course. I know, I know yeah. that the back half of the course. Yeah. 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 And yeah. after Western States, what other bucket race are on your list? <sighs> yeah. I mean, Hard Rock has definitely been up there and like going over and like checking out, like, I don't know, but like UTMB CCC, I think would be one I'd like to try for sure. Mm-hmm. Hard Rock, I think it's that one just seems like such a i don't know if i'd like it'd be kind of like western states where ultimately it would be kind of i think the project with that one would be there's races that i've been to before um like i've been to bighorn uh crude crude at bighorn uh crude at bear those races like appeal to me for sure again it's like the one thing i really love about trail running is you get to go somewhere and theoretically see like amazing trails that's right yeah they're not always going to be quad trails sometimes there's going to be quad trails sometimes there's going to be road you got to connect the dots and even if you have to run a little bit of road you'll you'll get some fast k out of it anyway so (laughs) yeah there's no real don't sign up for any races don't sign up for any races at three o'clock in the morning (laughs) no i (laughs) i'm not that guy anymore i uh i used to be that guy but yeah i uh that, that changed when, when I, when I stopped drinking. So <laughs> <laughs> well, well, this, this has been awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to meet you guys. Absolutely. So, yeah. I like to end off with a little rapid fire. We'll just okay. shoot some questions at you. And first thing that yeah. comes to your mind. Okay. Yeah. All right. Eighties or nineties music. Ooh, you're right on the both? edge. Can I say both? You can. Cause yeah, you're... I graduated in 94. So I'm like right in the pocket. I'm a yeah, 70s I was just going to say. If, if for happy music, 80s, but if I need like angry, like if I need to go and run like fast, then the 90s, the yeah. 90s for sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, Star Wars or Star Trek? Well, Star Wars. Star it's Wars. not even a competition there. <laughs> Any tattoos? No. No tattoos. Okay. Butter tarts or Nanaimo bars? Hmm. Wow. <laughs> we stopped doing out. that <laughs> i'm gonna go with nanaimo bars nanaimo oh, bars well yeah. you are in bc yeah. well and like sometimes butter charts have raisins in them so I, don't, I, I like raisins you but, I, it, but i'm like a texture guy i hate raisins and cinnamon buns I was you like, I are not my things. best friend i will i will i will eat them now but like when i was a kid i would not <laughs> which honestly i missed out on a lot because there's really cinnamon buns out there so, you and I are going to get along just fine. <laughs> <laughs> What's the last concert you went to? Uh, it was either Tool or Die Antwoord. I think they're, they're both in the same summer. Yeah, it was one of those two. I did go to, I guess, a small concert recently, like a um, Leather Apron Revival, a local Kimberly band, but like a mm, cool. big concert would have been, I think it was Tool. Yeah, in Calgary. 
what's another sport you'd like to excel in? Well, you've done, you've done a few, so yeah. Adventure Um, racing. Yeah. That I, Hmm. I mean, I've, you always, you can always be better, I suppose, but as far as a sport goes, it's a good question. I, I, if I could go back and maybe put a little bit more time into it, maybe cross country skiing. Mm. So okay. I still cross country ski and I did, I did dabble in racing back, uh, back in the day, but yeah, I'd probably say that. So, but you did what racing, uh, cross country skiing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I probably oh, you say dabbled. That. I see. I dabbled in it. Yeah. 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 I did like loppets and stuff. Last yeah. question. <laughs> Pick a superpower. <sighs> probably flying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be an easy one. <laughs> yeah. Would. Yeah. All right. Well, thank- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Thank you guys. And we'll look forward, forward to meeting to, uh, you in June. You in yeah. And, and maybe May. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's definitely. And if you guys decide to do that, let me know for sure. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll figure it out. Yeah. We're going to go down. I think we're going to, we're going to drive down for both, both trips. Yeah. I think it'll just be easier to have a vehicle there. and Right. But yeah. Yeah. If you guys are going, let me know. Okay. Fun. All right, okay. Patty. Thank you so much. Yeah. The you're rest very of your welcome. Day. Thank you guys. All right. Cheers. Okay. Cheers. Bye. Okay. So that was Patty. Yes. And he is excited. Sure is. (laughs) To be going to Western States finally. That's right. Yeah. He, he put all his time at lost soul and death race, but now he's ready to take on Western States. You got it. (laughs) All because of unbreakable. Oh, how many people did that movie (laughs) inspire? I, Countless. Uh, mm, four? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Countless. 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 So anyway, we're going to definitely see him at Squaw. We got to watch Unbreakable before we go to. Just to get pumped up, pumped up, yeah, pumped up. Exactly. Yeah. So there you have it. We'll be seeing Patty at Squaw. Yes, and he's going to run up that hill. Cheers. Ooh, that was quite the marathon. Thanks for listening to the Gotta Run Racing Podcast with your hosts, Norman and Jody. Please visit us at gotarunracing.com for more information on our events or simply drop us an email at gotarunracing at gmail.com. And be sure to check out our YouTube channel to stream the video version of this episode. Oh, and if you like my voice, check me out at tylerherchuk.ca. T-Y-L-E-R-H-Y-R-C-H-U-K. Gotta run!